It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no, but angel hair pasta. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. U.S. Cellular has always believed that connection is the greatest gift of all. That's why we're giving everyone one line for $34.99 a month with unlimited data this holiday season. That's right, one line, unlimited data for just $34.99 a month. That's more than a great deal. That's locally grown connection from U.S. Cellular. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. At U.S. Cellular, we care about our customers and our communities. Visit Cellular Advantage, a U.S. Cellular authorized agent located at 2012 Cornhusker Road in Bellevue. America's locally grown wireless at U.S. Cellular. Welcome back. We don't have Coach West because he's too busy uh, banging his head against the wall or burying a hole in the backyard from that Illinois basketball performance. Yeah, I've been trying to think of a really, really sad song to play right now just as we pulled this up because I feel like your your intro song, the intro song for this is uh, pretty upbeat. We need like uh, sounds of sadness. An Adele song? Is that what yeah, we need? Not even Adele. I'm talking like 1970s, slow, just put a bullet in your head, country <laughs> music. Or some screamo stuff. Can we get Panic at the Disco? It's like, get out of my room, Mom. <laughs> I've got a lot of emotions. You don't understand me. You never understood me. 
You don't want that other guy. He's not my real dad. You know, I think this Alani loss is going to spiral us into a Tim Dillon life. Oh. Crack houses and... It's fun because, like, I could. I feel like we can have this conversation because I feel like Nathan tunes out when we talk about this. But I am so into his podcast right now. I think I've re-listened to that one where he's talking about his aunt. Oh, like, it's, a, it's it's the best. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> I showed it. Shout out Kaylee Plotner. Uh, while I was back home for a little while, she's back home, and I was like, "You have to listen to this." Cause it immediately made me think of her and she was dying laughing. She was like, who is this? And I was like, it's my new favorite comedian. Yeah. It's you want your, you want some com, 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 comedy, comedy podcast or political advice. You listen to Tim Dillon's podcast or advice about non-fungible tokens, non-fungible tokens. And we're Antifa. all money. And, we're and, all and Antifa. Yeah. We're all yeah. money. You're money now. When are we going to get an NFT for this show? I'm I'm looking into it. You should sell it for like five dollars. I'm going to sell it for ten thousand dollars, and then someone can own the rights. That's what Mark Cuban's NFT is worth. So if you think this show's NFT is going to sell for that, nobody knows. They're going to think it's Joe Rogan with the color thing. Like, is this Joe Rogan? <laughs> That might be good. We can okay, we can rope a dope somebody into uh, buying this for big money. We could. The best. I started laughing. I don't know why. The funniest part is he goes off and off and off. I think he goes. This is our mug. This is our fake business mug. We no longer like, sell them. We do. And the other guy's like, they're still for sale. He's like, we still sell them. Oh. He goes. Unlike that bitch lawyer and of mine, and then he just starts going off. We do real fake business here, Steve. Have you wa- listened to his, his fake business one? Where that came from? Oh, that's hilarious! Where he calls the guy up. Yeah, I. <laughs> I love like he did that whole NFT rant, and he was like, "Everything's an NFT now." Uh, that's how we're going to get the children out of the cages. We'll just tell them, "Hey, Jose, you're an NFT now. You get to be free." <laughs> or the one where. He talks about the Kardashians having slaves or like, yeah, he's like, if people are going to get mad about it, just own slaves. And then was it the ant one where he talked about his family and he was like, they talked about his family and he was like, yeah, people tell me that they're going after my mom because I said this or that. And he goes, you really want to get to me? Just kill her. (laughs) (laughs) And I won't mind. (laughs) Oh my God. You want to make a statement? Just shoot her in the face. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that, that part, it pr- probably sounds like we're a couple psychopaths listening to a psychopath. But if you've never listened to his podcast, oh, I laugh at things. I out here. Yeah, I laugh at things I shouldn't laugh at, and I can't help it. I think that's why I like his show. Like, I, I'm surrounded by a lot of political correctness all the time. Yeah. And he just, he doesn't care. Like, his. I don't understand how the the underwear guy still oh, yeah. still has ads on his show. Like, so this guy sells men's underwear, and every every time he does the ad, he accuses the guy of committing war crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I can't keep up with all the rants. There's so many good ones. I just can't keep up. Yeah. Well, do you want to uh, start to uh, break this down? The sadness. First of all, tell everyone what you were doing. I was an hour away watching it on my phone out in the woods. Welcome to Thunderdome, Jacob. Welcome to Thunderdome. Um, There's a lot of people watching right now. I think they're ready for me to start bitching about Ohio State and these fans because I we have some hot takes. These LeBron Ohio State fans that just are. Yeah. Hey, at least so we lost the first round. I think let's, uh, well, easy, because this isn't a whole lot better. But at least it was to a, a team we've heard of. We just lost to a guy that looks like he should be playing YMCA basketball. Hey, you know what? Those are the best people. Oh, no, no, no. Now I'm all in on, listen, I went to SIU. Loyola is the boogeyman of the MVC. Like, they took over when Wichita left. Yep. And they run everyone out of the gym. It's a, like, I watch a lot of SIU basketball. This is a rough weekend. SIU football lost 44-3, to and they're ranked number five. So they took a huge dump. And then I had to watch the team that was the boogeyman for basically the entire time I was in college take a dump on my other team. But Cameron Cruntwig. Yeah. You He's know, got a hunchback. But you we know got, what? We got beat by the hunchback of Loyola. <laughs> but, you know, that was this was the game. I said this. I said, if it's Loyola and Illinois, it's, it's going to be a trap game. This is the one I didn't want to see. Believe it or not. And they... Oh. They defended Illinois like Baylor did. Well, that's what we were talking. I wish we could post sometimes our text conversations because it's a lot more eloquently like we do a lot better job of breaking down the game over the text thread than we ever do on this show. Yeah, I thought about that the other day. I was like, we should just do live next time when Illinois basketball comes back. We should have the games on and we just do it right there. Just yeah. the podcast with it on. But then we need a bleeper because we probably get pissed. True. I okay. So I have a couple things. One, like Io didn't show up. No. He just didn't. That being said, I'm not gonna say anything else. Like he's a kid. We're talking about kids who I own like this isn't an EJ Liddell situation. Like, and by the way, we all know what that was, right? That dude just lost a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. That had to have been what happened. Like, it you can only get that toxic to someone you don't know if you just, they just cost you a bunch of money. Right. Which if you're that kind of gambler that you are messaging a 20-year-old kid and telling him to kill himself, like... You should stop gambling. You have a problem. Yeah, you should stop gambling. You need to be taken out back with a bat with barbed wire. Well, not even that. Just, just seek help. We'll seek because, help. Like, you're not well. No. Um, 
But anyway, I don't want to get away from Illinois too much here. But I mean, like, I want to talk shit to, but not to that level. Like and that then, is just too much. So I'm not going to say a whole lot about the bad about the performance. Like, Io just didn't show up. He showed up all season, and you know what? Bad on Brad Underwood for not realizing that and taking the ball out of his hands. Yeah, there's already so many posts about firing Brad Underwood. Already. That's the first thing I saw. Guy about how to trip it. Okay. But see, here's the thing. This is where I texted you guys, and I don't think I – my texts were not very good descriptions, so here's my opportunity. I said, does this hurt Io? I wasn't talking about, like, he's National Player of the Year, but does this hurt him? I don't know if it hurts his legacy, but it's like, if you're the National Player of the Year, you need to pull a Michael Jordan or a Kobe or whatever and be like, take over. Like, well, when do you take over and could you take over? I think the problem comes with Underwood never stopped running that same offensive set or variations off that one offensive set where it's a high screen and roll mm-hmm. and then a designated kick or drive. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, gonna look, I'm looking up the stats because Jacob, I, maybe he did. I don't know. And when they are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say IO. What? He about IO might have had a triple double in turnovers. But when they're constantly hedging that high screen and roll and doubling your best player, and like Io couldn't see, which was crazy. He had 10 points. No. Never mind, keep going. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I I don't get how... Like, we've been all over Underwood's dick all year about how great he's coaching and how he's making these adjustments. And then you have that game, and we don't make a single adjustment offensively or defensively. Loyola shot 65% in the second half on basically the same play. And, like, we were texting, um, to stop handoffs, you have to, like, you have to bump them with your chest. You have to get in the way of it. Maybe you have to switch. Maybe you have to do this. And then for Illinois, if they're trying to double on these screens, you need to flash or you need to cut and you need to flare and then pick for the flare and all this stuff. And they weren't, I'm not trying to say I'm out coaching them, but that's the shit you need to do. Yeah. And they weren't doing it. Now, was it because maybe Brian was telling them to do that and they just weren't doing it. And you saw two or three times they did it. They beat that initial double, got the kick out to the corner, and it almost always was points. Right. And that's why it's like, just do that until they stop, until they get out of it. Make them get out of that defense. And, man, it was just brutal to watch. And the last thing I'll really say, two things, I guess. Kofi needs another year. Yep. I'm saying that selfishly because I want to see him for another year. But his post presence. Here's the he doesn't like he's got enough skill. He doesn't really need 
a refined post game at this point because he's just bigger. You know, he he gets so scared with the ball in his hands in the post. Like if if he has to do anything other than turn to the basket and score, like that game could have been different if Kofi knew how to pass out of the post. Look, I'm going to tell everybody what I texted. He looked like me in sixth grade being two feet taller than everybody getting the ball, and I didn't know what the hell to do with it. Some chubby white kid in Oakwood, like, I don't know what to do with the ball. That's what it looked like. I didn't know what to do with the ball. And when he gets double teamed, he's so uncomfortable. Like, could you imagine if he could pass the ball? Or if, like, you're going to get double teamed, spin away? He, just he wants- did once. He spun out of a double team and got an easy layup. Like, he's going to try to go to the NBA this year. It's going to happen. Jacob, you're right. He he's got he's inconsistent. Like there was that stretch there after what Indiana, the Indiana game. He like woke up, but then he coaching post players. I watch it. He gets the ball and he tries to wait. And I got it from Michael Jordan. You feel with your legs. Like I always thought it was with your back. No, it's your legs. So if you get the ball, you quickly have to feel on your thigh where he is and spin or do whatever. Mm-hmm. He waits for the god. Blessed guy to get there, and then he's like, You should just pass it back where it came from. It's so uncomfortable. And he had 21 points tonight or today. He, he had a pretty good game because for most of the game, he was our only reliable offense. But his defense just killed. Like, well, they put him in a spot that he's not used to. They made him sit on the high post with Cruntwig. Yeah, which in reality, like, I don't know. Crutwig played his ass. Like, I know Kofi had more points, but some of those little like fat white guy floaters that he hit over Kofi were beautiful. Oh yeah, not to take anything away from Loyola because they they showed up to play. I think Illinois thought they could just show it. The whole Big Ten has sucked in this tournament. That's another thing to get to is. Good God Almighty, we brag about how good it is. Yeah. And the stats are there as to why, and then we just suck. But at least we're not Ohio State and lost in the first round to, to somebody we never heard of. You know what? No Michigan fan has said anything, so that's good. Oh, uh, Matt just did. Oh, well, fuck. Which, whatever. Like, Hey, we still have the real banner. That's the thing. It's on me. We didn't have one. Jacob sent me a message. He's like, you guys should go live after the Big Ten tournament. But, like, Jacob, you got to realize I don't get home till like, 8.30 from football. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And we were on our way back from the game. Oh, yeah, you guys were at the game. And – but, hey, at least we have the real banner. But we're not playing anymore. Yeah, no. I honestly – like, I hope somebody on the Big Ten makes a run. One of the teams, what, it's basically Michigan and Iowa. And Wisconsin's playing right now, right? Or they lose? Oh, Wisconsin plays today. Yeah. No, like, I'm going to have a lot of hot takes. And I know we're not, we're going to get off here later. I have a lot of hot takes. I, in the tournament, the only team I will not root for in the tournament, I kind of don't root for Ohio State because I can't stand Ohio State. Just never have. I'm consistent with that. I don't care. I wasn't going to root for Iowa. Oh, and Rutgers is still in. Good for them. 
I will not root for Iowa. I hope Iowa loses. But when we get to the tournament, I want the Big Ten teams to do good. So these Ohio State fans coming out of the woodwork saying, you know, they're saying karma is a bitch. And I'm like, what do you – a guy uh, I put up, he said that to me. He goes, karma sucks, right? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was like, you Illinois fans and this and that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm pretty sure, like, I haven't really said anything about Ohio State. Right. I now, said I said multiple times that, like, I did not want Ohio State on the two line. Oh, Wisconsin lost. I didn't want Ohio State on the two line on our bracket. No. Like, they, they were a dangerous team. I hate Ohio State's football team over everything. I will never root for them. And let's but, be honest, I never really forgave Ohio State for ruining the perfect season in 0405. That 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 hurt. That was the beginning of me not liking Ohio State. Right, but these fans need to realize. I put up Ohio State fans are awful because of all the stuff I was seeing. And then that's when they want to say, well, karma this and karma that. Like I never said I want Ohio State to lose. Hey, everybody. As you know, the Coach Steve Show is brought to you by the Unhinged Sports Network. And in case you've missed it, they've recently par- partnered with Fubu TV. Now, what is Fubu TV? Fubu TV brings you 100 plus channels, including NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, and more without the hassle of a cable contract. It is 2020. It's time to cut the cord. If you don't believe me, please click the link in the episode description or on the social media profile, and you can get a seven-day free trial. So please, again, go click on the link for FUBU TV in the episode description or in the social media profile. Get a seven-day free trial to support the Coach Steve Show podcast as well as the Unhinged Sports Network. Recently, the Coach Steve Show has joined with the Unhinged Sports Network. It's an off-the-ground sports network that has different podcasts and is playing 24-7. So it's a podcast radio type website. So every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, the Coach Steve Show will have a new episode out. And they have partnered with Fanatics.com. So what I need you guys to do is in the episode descriptions and on social media is click on the Fanatics link and go get yourself some fan gear. Any team that you want, they have the gear for. Shirts, polos, hats, pullovers that have zips, stocking stuffers, anything like that, anything. Any team you want, they have. So please just support the podcast and support the Unhinged Sports Network. Please click on the, please click on the link in the description. Please click on the link in the social media and go buy stuff. They have anywhere, anywhere. I've seen anywhere between 20, 30, 40, 50, 60% off all, all their apparel. So with sports coming back, please go get some apparel to support your team. So again, click on the link, go get yourself some gear, and thank you for all the support. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone in the tournament i want iowa to lose oh i want so fast i didn't even say i wanted michigan to lose in the tournament so some of you fans yeah i'll say things i'm gonna start doing a podcast by myself and it's gonna be tim dylan style i'm just gonna go off on sports as tim dylan style wait uh, can i be the co-host like tim dylan and just sit there and chuckle yes yes you can and i'm gonna put up i'm gonna have a thing that pops up before the podcast like Brad does not always agree with every statement that comes out of Steve's mouth. And if you have children in the room, tell them to leave. Tell Because it's just going to go off. Because some of these fans are so idiotic and they don't look at sports this way. There's This fandom is just them. I'm going to say his name again. Ohio State fans are LeBron James fans. They're all the same. I can't stand. No, you you know I'm right. You know I'm right. In a way, they're the same. They are the same. But at least Ohio State football wins games. It's not Michigan fans that hold on to the 70s. Michigan basketball's had success recently. But again, here's what I say about these fans. Send me a message and say, Steve, you said you want Ohio State to lose. Karma sucks. And I'd be like, you're right. But I never said that. That's where these fans are idiotic. And I'll say, I don't care if they, if I know them personally, idiotic. Don't say idiotic, stupid things. And I'll be fine with it. Go vote for Antifa. Go do something else with your time. Go check out the fake birds that are actually just spy satellites. Yeah, these these birds and these bats. Yeah, it's all fake. Sorry, that's one of my rants that's going to happen here in this short time. No, I... College basketball has, like, the most fun fandom. It's also the most toxic fandom. Yes. Which I think part of that makes it fun is the, like, ah, fuck you, you know? And then it goes back and forth. But, man, it just, it hurts. Like, I'm, I'm sad I don't get to watch this Illinois team anymore. Oh, by the way, how does Adam Miller keep us in the game at one point, and then as soon as he makes his second shot in a row, Underwood pulls him out of the game? Yeah, for Trent Frazier, I think he brought him in. Who made one shot all game. When you're a freshman or outperforming everyone else, keep him in the game. Dude, Andre Corbello, that play where he was flopping all over the floor like a goddamn worm and got the ball – 
How can you not love that guy? It seemed like it, this this mattered more to the freshman. Nathan's going to hop on, I think. Ooh, oh, that's it, a real hot takes. What happened? It felt like that big time. And so I think Brad Underwood got out coached in this one. Which Loyola's head coach is a hell of a coach. Oh, they're a fantastic team. Like people looked at their record and they're an eight seed. And I'm like, I don't want to play them. And I said that. I said, we have a tough bracket. And then people are like, no, 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 I want this bracket. I don't want to see them in the second game. I think what they did was they were like, oh, they don't have a postman that could guard Kofi. But if you've never watched if you never watched Loyola play, their pressure is insane. They are like Gonzaga. Very fundamentally sound in what they do and do it well. See, but Gonzaga plays with pace. Like, no, no, no. I'm talking about like when you watch Gonzaga and what they do, you're like, oh my goodness, this is all they've done for years. They're very good at it. You watch Leola, whatever they do, they're very good at it. Well, their offensive sets today were so crisp. Yes, they were well prepared. I think there were like three times we blew up their first play and they still hit a three. Well, because in basketball, everybody that has ever played basketball knows you call a play, there's like six different options. Well, that's too many. You probably have four. If you run the offense completely through, there's four different options. What happens in high school and sometimes in college, if they don't get the first or second one, they're done. Illinois blew up their first or second option, but they kept going. Like, I don't think they have that many set plays, but they just know like, hey, we've got four different options. If you just keep going, it's going to be open. So they're patient like Gonzaga. Gonzaga plays a little bit faster, but they're the same thing. Whereas Illinois, sometimes I can't tell if like their first or second shot wasn't there. So they're like, oh, we don't know what to do. I am interested to see next year. So let's, I've got to try to feel good about something here. So, like, <laughs> well, and then, like, not to make excuses, but you'd have to think if COVID didn't happen and we played in the tournament last year, that might have helped a little bit. Like, okay, we know what this feels like. Now we know. Like, yeah. Michigan's going to do well probably because they, some of these players were there the year before, I think. Maybe. I don't remember. But as long as Iowa loses, but that's okay. So let's look at next year. Everyone in the season. Kills on defense. Yeah. We do. Hey, guy. Hey. Well, now the real hot takes come. No. I took a nap. That took all the emotion out of it. Yeah, yeah. That, that hour drive back, I took a deep breath on that hour drive back. I was like, Yeah. Honestly, I was tired. Well, well, you missed it. All I've seen from Ohio State fans was a lot of shit talking. And so I posted, I said, Ohio State fans, you're just awful. And so people are messaging me saying, No, karma sucks, doesn't it? And I'm like, What are you talking about? I never said I wanted Ohio State to lose. I was rooting for the Big Ten except for Iowa. Yeah. I never said oh, I wanted Ohio State to lose, and they're coming after me. And I can tell you guys who it is because you all know who he is. He's from Vermillion County. But it's like, I, I said, don't, don't start know. with me. When did we even start with Ohio State? Because what have they won? 
They didn't win the Big Ten regular season. They didn't win the Big Ten tournament. So, well, that's and- like Steve. I was like, the only thing I've said about Ohio State is that they're like a matchup problem for Illinois. And that we hate it when EJ Liddell gets hot. Yeah. Because he's a good-ass player. Hey, yeah. at least we didn't lose in the first round to a team we've never heard of. Hey, what were what were your thoughts on EJ Liddell's DMs? Bullshit. Oh. Yeah, that's bullshit, dude. Because there's a difference. Like, it's one thing for me to not like you as a player for another team, right? right. But it's another thing for me to go at you as a person. Like, I view their on-court people – as almost like personas, though they are people. Like, we booed EJ Liddell, but we also didn't say any crazy stuff like that. You know, because I, at the end of the day, he's a good-ass player from Illinois. He's probably a nice kid. Same thing we've said with Luca Garza off the, off the uh, court. We hate him on the court, but we respect him as an individual off. Oh, I'm excited Liddell. to watch him play. Yeah. As Except much as I his, Iowa. I think I'm taking a break from the tournament today. Oh. Yeah, I kind of got to step away from sports. This one hurts. I'll be breaking that down football. Was, film. It was different. It was just different. The whole thing was just different. Like, I knew we were going to have to keep them under 60. Like, I honestly, I thought this game was the race to 60. It, it, it's a hard team to beat because they're going to slow it's not typical high level division one basketball i was more nervous about this game than i was if we had to play oklahoma state yeah i told brad right when we got on here when i looked at the bracket i said mm-hmm. right away i was like this is a tough bracket and i don't want to see Loyola in the second i don't ask brad what i said when we saw that shit in lucas oil stadium yeah they we turned around right as they said loyola on eight yeah I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, some of the, I, Nathan missed part of my thing. Some of these fans are so idiotic and just need to shut up and keep, and just stop. Just stop and research like we all do and, and, and quit being stupid. There you go. Well, and I told, I'm going to be Tim Dillon. I, I swear, this can be sports Tim Dillon. Nathan, go listen to Tim Dillon and you'll know. Just, just figure it out. Yeah. And I'm going to have a disclaimer. These two do not represent what I say or agree with every statement. And then we're going to make an NFT. An NFT and sell it. Yes. Yeah. Because everything's money. I just, you know, I think with COVID, I think it's driven everybody's emotions up, right? This is the first bit of normalcy we've had besides the Super Bowl. And everybody, there's probably more fans that cheer on college basketball than NFL, for being honest. Everybody has a team or everybody's graduated from somewhere, right? In some way, shape, or form. Even Drexel has fans, you know. So, um, so I think there's a lot more passion. About it, but I think, dude, here, here's what I'm happy with. Now all the Illinois bandwagoners can get the hell off again. Every Because what I see is there's this huge bandwagon that just starts forming. And then they start talking like they think they know stuff. And, and then then I'm we, just like. And we were all. We're all sitting here like, you know, the toilet stuff we've had to watch since 2004 and five. I mean, I've paid $12 to sit in the front row of the orange crust <laughs> on the floor. Craigslist, <laughs> you know, like, um, <laughs> you haven't felt our pain yet and been to that low 
to understand that this is only going this way. I'm just gonna keep this up there. Just preach. I, I think that I think honestly though that, that not having that tournament experience last year hurt us. I just said that right before you hopped on. I was like, if we did that, I think they would have been hungry. Like, okay, we know what this feels like. Now we well, can go. It's one thing to win the Big Ten tournament. It's another thing to open up to 68 other schools or 67 other schools. And then it's truly one and done at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the Big Ten tournament, if you're good enough, Illinois could have lost and they're still in NCAA tournament, you know? I'm kind of excited about Rutgers. I kind of want to see what they can do. I think I have them winning this next game. So. Who'd, they, who'd they beat Clemson? Yeah. They looked, Rutgers was high flying there. They Rutgers were, is like this weird ass team that you never want to play. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but that's just how I feel. Ron Harper Jr. is going to show up and beat your ass. That's what <laughs> he's, he's going to do. Thick. He's just <laughs> thick. Thick. Can't keep him out of the lane. Yeah. And the Big Ten sucks all of a sudden. Nah, we just lost. Do we beat up on each other too much? I guess Ohio State lost. Maybe we're living in our own little echo chamber. I'm interested to see how Michigan does against uh, LSU. So LSU's got a couple of talented kids. They got some length. They play tomorrow, right? Yeah, I think so. Here's my my interesting my my really interesting thing is is you know we showed people how to beat Michigan so Michigan could figure it out. Like you know. Basically, don't help off the shooters. Like, own up to it. Man up to it. They just saw how to beat Illinois today. Which Baylor kind of already gave them some like more. when to were they going to figure out? Well, Baylor showed them how one way, and Miss- Michigan State showed them the other, which was basically you create a shell matchup zone mm-hmm. and then- you never fully collapse the zone down, but if you do enough, Kofi gets freaked out and you can't really get the entry pass. Yeah. Like he doesn't have much awareness. I guess I just don't understand how you never change your offensive set. Well, and so I was watching. So the first half of the game, you could tell they were switching on the perimeter, right? So that means you're basically going to have to win a one-on-one if you're going to eliminate the ball screen. thing they were doing was they were doubling off of that ball screen. And if you notice in the game, they doubled a lot harder when Io was going to his left than to his right. But, but wouldn't the flare be open then real quick? Like yeah. a little slip-out flare? Well, that's the thing is the big was open quick, like, I think it was some – well, so you had the big that was open, but what they were taking away was the guy that was in the opposite corner, his guy was taking away the roll and flashing. And it was – they would leave the the offensive guy at different times. And then what they did to kind of take that away was Illinois moved up higher to kind of, like, not allow that guy to, like, sink as low. And it still wasn't the right look. But, yeah, the ball screen thing, like how we couldn't beat them one-on-one is. But, like, then you flare or slip, and that guy comes up. If you get the ball to him quick enough, another guy's open if they keep cutting over. So you just got to reverse it real quick. And it was just like they would freak out about it. Well, kind of like what DeMonte Williams did there right towards the end of the game. Right, yeah. Yeah. And then we were talking about Kofi. Like, 
he looked like me in sixth grade. I was this chubby white kid, two, three feet tall and everybody. I got the ball in the post. Like, oh, good. I got the ball. What do I do? That's what it looked like at times. I think he, he was – Loyola was very crafty with everything they did, right? Like, Illinois, better NBA potential. Loyola is that team full of, of lower-level guys who have been around the game for a long time and have probably had to have success because of – this not because they were like super gifted athletically. And I mean, then look at their best player. Yeah, he's a rec league dude. <laughs> yeah, hey, with the respect with, for YMCA. Yes, but I, I think that that we just Kofi got exposed, man. Bad on defense. Like I know he had his twenty points. Everybody's gonna, but man, on defense. Oh my god, that. I didn't understand the whole philosophy of, hey, let me play six feet off of this guy and then just let him shoot an open, like, 10-footer. Because that happened, like, two or three times. Because if you pull him up, they're just going to drive straight to the basket. Because yeah. our, our guards were never falling under that, that handoff. They right. were trailing all game. And that's the other thing I don't get. Like, why every once in a while don't you just give them another look? We'll yeah. give him a look or go bump under him. that handoff one bump time. Him. Bump them though. When the guy's coming up for that handoff, you step in front of him. Like, that's what Loyola did was they just double teamed the shit out of us, made us kind of like dribble backwards, you know, out to probably in between the volleyball line and half court, and then the guy would bail out. And then why do you take Adam Miller out when he's the only, one of the only ones trying? That was kind of weird. Yeah, to put Trent back in. He was struggling today. You just want him in because he's a senior or whatever, but then it's like you're trying to win the game still at that point. It wasn't quite over yet. Like you still have that chance. Yeah, I also didn't understand that we're going to have our guys play full court, but we're not really going to pressure the inbounds to try and turn it over. Oh, yeah. they said that at one point. They were like, but, you trapped once. They got the ball out. Trap it again. There was – no, there was one time when they pull them all up, and then they inbound it, and then they just fall back. And I was like, "Yeah, they just fall back and just zigzag up the court." That's which, all they're doing. Okay, I'm going to say this because I want to feel good about something. Next year, Miller and Corbello on the floor together as starters is going to be fun mm -hmm. because the defensive intensity that Adam Miller showed tonight. Like, I half-ass believe Adam Miller picked the, his man up full court just on his own. Hmm. Just because like, it was like, I'm just going to show you. Yeah. And he he was in that dude's grill all game. Yeah. Like, Adam Miller had a really good defensive game in a game where none of our players played good defense. Yeah. And Corbello diving on the ball – or on the ground for that ball, like – there's the chance to have a really, really fun team next year. I don't know what it's going to look like. Well, you ain't going to have the superstars. Or I personally, I think Kofi's got to look at himself after this because still, NBA grade, he's going to get a second rounder. Now, that's life-changing for him and his family. Is it, but, though? Because a second-round draft pick, I don't even think your contract's guaranteed. Oh, 
not like the NBA. I don't pay attention to the NBA because so they can they can draft you and uh, send you to the G League. Hmm. Well, then I don't know. I think you need to come back with all the hype. I think Io kind of showed the blueprint there because with all the hype around him. It's the first time an Illinois player had been talked about like that. I mean, even our 05 team didn't have people being talked about how people are talking about Io. No. Yeah. Well, that 05 team, really, Darren was the only guy with an NBA body, and he was built more like a fullback at the time. Yeah. Like, well, and, and we were a good team. Like, right, right. We didn't have our – Floor was way higher with those guys. They right. never played low, low. And because you never knew who was going to go off. Darren could go off. D could go off. Augustine was going to go off. Rich Ingram could. Rich Ingram. Or, or Jack Ingram, sorry. Or uh, uh, Luther, Head, Luther Head could go off. Yeah. It was always weird. In the transition to watch the Luther Head, nobody ever realizes this, but when he was first with Illinois, he couldn't shoot worth a shit and he was a leaper. And then he had those groin issues and became you know. a leader. Yeah. Because he was high yeah. flying, man. He was. His freshman year, I was like, holy shit. But yeah. And this then... look, they look really weird, almost lethargic, but I know they weren't meaning to be lethargic, right? I think they were so. Like they got hit in the mouth early, and I just don't think. Like, they tried to respond, and then when that didn't work, I think, like, you saw the frustration after. And you even saw Kofi. Mm -hmm. Kofi at one point is like, give me the ball. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And they can't get it to him. Yep. And I think that's when you needed to have Corbello in there because Corbello, come hell or high water, is going to find a way to get him the ball. And he did a couple times. Yeah, he did. Like, and yeah. that's why I think Kofi, if Kofi really wants to improve his draft stock, like he'll come back for a full year of getting feeds from Andre Corbello. Yeah. Like this Illinois team could be a poor man's Phoenix Suns. With Amari Stoudemire and Steve Nash. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. Saying that, I'm a little hard right now. <laughs> You're so ready now. I mean, you do have to think, though, at least we still do have Georgie, which, uh -huh. honestly, I think he would have worked better in those slips than Kofi. 
because Kofi's more of a post-up guy. And then I thought, what the hell? Why don't we just put them both on the floor? And you go with that horn set and then see how that goes. I I just throw something else out there. And it's not like Georgie can't move. Well, that's that's what I was about to say. Georgie could run with an undersized four. He could run. He could slip. He could do that flare. And if you give him the ball real quick, he's so lengthy, he could get it to Kofi. Just Mm -hmm. real quick reversal. What I thought was you go the horns and then like Kofi flash down to the post. Georgie would set the screen. You flip it to Georgie on the perimeter and hit Kofi down low. Because ultimately what it was was if they could have gotten that skip pass to the corner and then Kofi flash across, it would have been a layup. But they were pressuring so hard off of that ball screen. That wasn't a lackadaisical press. A big ass six foot nine Y ball guy coming at you, dude. I uh, do you think Io quit? I don't think that he so emotionally, I don't think so. But I think there was times where he was let down that he let something happen. Like now that I think about it more, like that back screen when that get or that back cut, Io's just like walking. And the guy makes the back cut, you know. I was like, oof. But then you see him at the end of the game, and like, you know, he's telling Corbell, like he lifted Corbello's chin up and and that kind of stuff. Like, I don't think that he like quit, but I think he was frustrated to that point. And like, you know what? This would have been a great game for Coleman Hawkins in like a year. Yeah. If we had a big that could shoot. And mm-hmm. create a pick and pop off that double team. Oh yeah. Then it's different. Yep. Because really, that's the best way to get out of that, right? Is well, just have a big man that's not going to drive that you just pick and pop for a three or long two. Yeah. Or slip it before the screen even happens. And Georgie did that a couple times and had a good run to the basket. We just didn't get him the ball. Yep. Well, because that double team was so like. Nathan said it's so aggressive you kind of freak out in the moment of like yeah but you have to trust that Georgie's so lengthy he could just go get it yeah but again people were saying stuff about the NBA for Io it's like you don't see that defense in the NBA (laughs) yeah it's one-on-one ball yeah they don't well I mean some teams run like the Celtics will run real offensive sets yeah. But you're not going to see hard doubles like that. In, in the normal NBA, you're not going to see that. Now, in the playoff NBA, playoffs ramp up a little bit. So I've been to three or four Pacers playoff games. To see other teams? Uh, No, actually, the one was to watch the Pacers and Raptors. Then the oh, other one was, was like in, Hibbert and Paul George. and Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and they beat the Raptors by like 30. That was a fun game. And then I watched them play LeBron when they could have uh, eliminated LeBron, actually. They had just won at Cleveland. Was that the was that the Lance Stevenson blowing in his ear? No, it was after that. But it was fun to watch that matchup. I think LeBron got a technical that game, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't understand the blow in the ear. I was like, what are you doing? I just I loved that dude. It's just yeah, watching him and LeBron go at it, because I watched multiple games. Cause there's the LeBron price, right? Like everybody gotta pay the LeBron price. Probably just like you had to pay the Michael Jordan price. 
you know, um, just because everybody wants to watch him lose, right? Like that's everybody in Indianapolis was there to watch him lose. And some people from Illinois who don't even watch the NBA regular season. I don't know. I thought it'd been cool if the Pacers could have eliminated the Cavs. And then I think Cleveland ended up winning by like three or four. I guess it was a good game. So did you guys watch any of, and this is what else I'll did you watch any of the Texas game last night? Mm-mm. I was asleep. I I feel like I need to write a story about the all rec league team because the center for Abilene Christian is 6'6", 280. And he plays the same kind of point center position for them. And it is hilarious to watch it. But they're effective. Well, because when you're that, when you're shorter and not as athletic as these NBA ready dudes, you truly have to develop a really high basketball IQ. And like you had that pass by Crontwig when he's falling out of bounds and just taps it back. I was just about to say that. Yeah. That was an awesome play. Yeah. That Andre Curbelo could make maybe on our team. Yeah. Like, I don't know. All I know is I don't know how many of those lobs they got to him, but I was just like, and then they were talking about the banging in the post. Did it just seem like Kofi wasn't posting up as aggressively? Like, it didn't look like – like, we were at the, the Ohio State game, Brad. Sorry, Steve. Uh, you kind of did the – chose not to go. Yeah. You chose not to go because we had an extra ticket. You know, I – when they almost were – it was like they could have lost the game. I was going to text you guys. This because of you. Like, that's what I was so close to doing. Then the overtime hit, I was like, okay, never mind. I had the text typed out. I was like, you bastards. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, but the amount of banging Kofi did in that game, it's almost like Kretwig, like, lulled him into kind of a snooze fest. I was going to say, you know, he's exclusively in the post. And he draws you out, and then he just kind of finesses you. How many dunks Kretwig have today? None. Lay up us to death, you know what I mean. Even his alley oops, I like were some of the most unathletic stuff I've ever seen. The big butt mentality. I just wanted to put that up there. I hope that's the YouTube thing. Big butt mentality. (laughs) But man, it was just I don't know. Here at the Coach Steve Show podcast, we're very excited for our new sponsor for the show, the Launchpad Kickoff Tee. Pretty exciting that they wanted to sponsor the podcast and very um, excited for the opportunity to be sponsored by them. Um, The Launchpad Kickoff Tee is a very unique kickoff tee. There's nothing like it. It is created so that way you can place the football however you want it. You want it to stand up higher. It can stand up higher. If you want it to make it down lower to make the football be kicked off and go farther, it can do that. You want to place it to the side. You want it to stand straight up however you want. You could put it upside down if that's a thing. However you want, the Launchpad Kickoff Tee can let you do that. So if you're a coach and you have a younger guy or a developing kicker who is not reaching the end zone at all times, this is the perfect kickoff tee for you. The reason is that it gives a coach a strategic options 
on squibs and onside kicks that were never available before. This kickoff tee is legal for the NCAA use and for all high schools at the National Federation High School Association. The Launchpad kickoff tee, it is a game changer, guys. Having one here is a complete game changer. Check out the videos that they've posted. It's, it's amazing stuff to see what the kickers can do once they get this and get the kicking down and use this tee. So for now, what I need you to do if you're interested in looking at it and going to buy one, please go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. And when you buy the one tee, use the code CSS to get 10% off. But also there are other options using the same link. If you want to buy two, you can get 25% off. If you think you need more and want to go buy the four pack option, you can buy three and get one of them for free. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS and use the code CSS and go get this game-changing kickoff tee for all you kickers and you coaches today. I do. That that was a fun team to watch. I wish it wasn't against Illinois. Well, supposedly coming in, somebody had said they were like the 12th, like the 12th overall team coming into this. As per some metrics out there. They were, I know they were top 10 in Ken Palm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like, okay. You know? I don't know. I was frustrated during the game, but then after sitting back and thinking about it, like now we have the experience, right? I mean, Underwood, Underwood had Austin P. Okay, Austin P is never a favorite for anything, you know. And they made a little run a couple times. Uh, at Oklahoma State, did he make the tournament? I think yeah, he did. He, had, he was the coach for uh, the point guard for the Celtics. Um, he's their sixth man. I can't think of his name. But anyway, he had an NBA guy on that team. They okay. made the tournament in his one year. Okay. But, I mean, really, this is the first time – and this is the first time we've been in it since for how long? Been a long time. was the last time we were in the tournament? Or With Brandon Paul. Yeah. Brandon Paul. Did make it in 12? The last time I remember us playing was when Brandon Paul – it was the reason they review out of bounds now. We were playing Miami. I don't know when that was, but that rule came into effect because of that game. Marcus Smart. Right. My guy. Marcus Smart. Mm. But then already they're calling for Brad Underwood to get fired. These Illinois fans are like fire. the same him. Illinois fans that were bitching after the Ohio State loss. That's that's the bandwagon people. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Those those fans. Mm. They need to just go away. Because they don't know what we got going on. Yeah, it didn't look good today. But look at what he's done and what he's trying to build. Well, look at seriously, look at some of the bigger upsets. Remember when Gonzaga, you guys might not remember when Gonzaga was the Cinderella story, and look at what they became. I remember like feeling guilty putting Gonzaga winning in the first round, and then all of a sudden it was like for the seventh or eighth year in a row, you're sitting here like shit. Is Gonzaga still that sweet? Like, are they just a sweet 16 run? You know? And it's like, damn, they've been to the sweet 16 a lot. Oh, yeah, they're good. And they have well, a guy 
to be there. And Gonzaga also is another great reason why you don't fire your coach. Because how many years did they make the Sweet 16 and then flame out? Yeah. Before they finally made a run. Yep. What year? When they had expectations. I think they made it to one Elite Eight on like a weird run. Like one of those surprising runs. Yeah, but their good teams, when they were like expected to do it, they weren't doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the thing is when they started – but, dude, their team this year, I didn't realize they have, like, three of the top five NBA draft prospects. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Gonzaga? Yeah. Like, you know, you sit there and you think, think about it. Like, it, seriously, I chuckle because I remember, like, my mom getting all pissed that she had Gonzaga in the work pool. <laughs> and now it's like they might win it. The, now they compete for their national title talk now. Yeah. And so that's what people don't understand is, like, and how nice is it that we're not like watching the blue bloods like and having to listen to oh there's duke there's this and can we just go ahead and go on record here anytime everybody gets behind illinois we end up losing like because in the national title game uh remember in 05 when Digger Phelps had picked against Illinois all year, and he said, oh, what the heck, I'm going to pick Illinois for this game. And then we lost. Yeah. Well, I knew it was going to be a problem in the pregame show. It was a clean sweep. Everyone picked Illinois. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, well, going to start having a panic attack now. Yeah. Well, me and Bryce were earlier today, and I told him, said, buddy, I'm worried about this one. Far more than I am Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State, the way Oklahoma State plays, we wouldn't have had. Mm -mm. Like, I think we could have thrown somebody at Cade Cunningham. Yeah, well, he didn't play all that well the other day. No, he's a clutch player, but he's just not. Yeah. Yeah. He's got got the pro frame, but he's not like the one-man wrecking crew. He's going to be a really good pro in like two years. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down to earth dude too. Yeah. But I would but I would despise him when we played him. <laughs> yes. But that would have been a fun game. Steve, why do people always go after you? You know, I was wondering that. I think maybe, it's because you're tall. Maybe because I'm tall. <laughs> That's what they always try and do. Like the people at the bars they always try and fight the big guy. That mm-hmm. is true. Or you're friends with people that get mouthed off and they come up to me like, Steve, you ready to go? What do you mean? Well, we're going to go fight this guy. No, that's your ass. Yeah, I didn't do it. It's you. <laughs> Steve's like the nicest guy in the room. Yeah. Like, like of all the people, like you're not the one that I like. Of us three in the room, I'm probably going at me or Brad because Brad's pretty nifty in his comments. He can make you feel real dumb real quick. Yeah, probably. You can. <laughs> You're one of those young whippersnappers. Or me who just tells it like it is because I have no way to be crafty about it. But you, Steve, like, you're nice. You're genuinely a nice person. Why are these people being a-holes? Because he's tall. Haters going to hate. Bunch of bunch of dudes with small man syndrome. The six-foot-six curse. <laughs> 
hey, you know what? To all the haters, go start your own fucking podcast and talk about it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> drop, drop the F, Steve. I love it. I love it. Maybe because I call him idiotic. I don't know. Maybe because mm-hmm. I put it out there. I don't know. But it's true. I'm going to call it like it is. Don't be stupid. Well, okay. Admittedly, Steve, you do talk some trash, but you talk trash in a kind of way that's like not really giving anybody bulletin board material. Mm-hmm. Like you say shit, but there's not one single thing that anybody can pin you down on. Yeah, you've become Skip Bayless. You actually like ask questions that require answers in your shit talking. It's yeah. impressive. It's like, well, we could be like Michigan, but you know, <laughs> and it's like, good point, Steve. Like we uh, have the we have the real Big Ten banner. I don't know what to tell you. It's just yeah. there. Yeah. Or like um, when they say something, I go, "Well, when, when did I say that?" Or what do you mean? And then yeah. they go, "Well, then they go off on this other thing." But like, wait a minute, you haven't answered this one yet. Oh yeah. Then they then then it's they build the straw man over here. And they attack us. They attack a seven foot tall straw man. You know what? Though I've had so. M- I think it's the LeBron arguments. I will say. I think it's because of the. No, 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 no. I think it's because all those years, and the and the older I get, the more I'm like, you know what? Me asking questions pisses them off more than me talking shit. No, it. Yes. Can be me off. Worms. I don't know. I'm kind of jealous. I'm, I'm seeing them. My wife went to Ross and got some sour neon worms. I am just mowing down on them. Oh, they have like good gummy bears too. Mm, damn it, man. You all ever had the Habibo sugar freeze? No. No, Gum. I had one day where I uh, munched down on a bunch of sugar-free gummies. No. And the uh, artificial sweetener that those are made of. <laughs> Buddy. You want to talk about a colon cleanse? I better go ask my wife if these are sugar free. (laughs) Hold on a second. Oh, man. No, I don't know why people come after me, but you know what? I think they do because just like anything else, like if we didn't have to get on this podcast and act like adults, like I would probably be on Twitter right now going back at some troll. Well, so I, I make it a point where it's like it's just not worth it. I have to pick up the <clears throat> Well, eventually you realize you're arguing with somebody who they are waiting for that notification that you've replied to them. So that's where I've gotten to the point where I let them sit there for 24 hours and then I'll reply. Then they well, start like, to pull off. Well, today I shouldn't have put anything about Ohio State, but it just got to the point where I was like this. Okay. I shouldn't say people are idiotic and stupid, but they are. There's certain things that are put out there and I'm, I ignore them but about the 10th time I see it. I go, hold on a second. Not so fast, my friend. Yeah. And then they go, but then it's like, know who you're talking to when you tell me karma is like, no, like you can say that to the individual people that said it. Don't come to me and say, well, karma is this because you said this about Ohio State or whatever. I didn't say that. And that's where the question becomes. I'm like, when did I say that? 
oh, well, you talk about Ohio State more than Illinois. And I'm like, you talk shit about Illinois more than Ohio State. Like, I can turn it back on people. And they don't know how to handle that. Yeah. And I think it's because I'm getting older. And it's just like, you know, let me turn it back on you. Brad, you're still muted. So... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. People have a hard time realizing there's a difference between like talking about your own team in a favorable light and shit talking the team that they just beat. And, and I also think, though, I think in my head, because I'm stupid, we talk on the podcast. So in my mind, I'm like, I've already said this. So then yeah. you come after me and I have to say, well, go listen to this. Get my viewers up. Number one. Number two, go listen to this and you'll know what we're what I'm saying. You need to timestamp them. Oh, that's so much work. See, oh, thank you. That's you so know how many people have asked for timestamps? And you know what? Someone can do it for me. I ain't fucking doing you got, it. You got certain people that are like, oh, I want to listen to the old times at Oakwood. And start yeah. for 25 minutes. And then it's be like oh, an Oakwood bullshit segment. Yeah. Because honestly... You know, I felt like, Steve, we were just missing you. And, and this is where now we get to give you guff. Uh, you should have been with us because I felt like we were hosting a podcast. Oh, the guy in front of us. Dude, he was losing his stuff. It was A1 podcast material. Like, Steve, some of the stuff I said was great. And some of the stuff Brad said was great. Like, you just see this guy in front of us. So he's just sitting there by himself wearing a Florida Gators hoodie. And you would just see us, we would say something, and then you would just see. <laughs> like that that Grandison thing at the end. So, like, I'm recording, right, at the end of the game. Because, you know, you want to get the roar of the crowd and the champion thing. And I didn't know if they were going to shoot confetti or not. I didn't know. But I wanted it on film. My own film, not for reproduction, uh, that, you know, I could enjoy. And then they call that foul on Grandison, and then they go to review that foul. And I went, upon my further review, that call was bullshit. (laughs) I had no clue what they were looking at. I also did call the Big Ten Commissioner Hitler. Brad joked about it. I did scream it out one time, only one time, though, because I'm not a billionaire. Yeah, And then I realized the Big Ten Commissioner was a black guy, and I was like, that's probably not a good play. Yeah, kind of hard to do that. You yeah. know, that guy, my favorite – well, not my favorite part of that game, but, like, that whole thing, he turned around, he was like, you guys are great. Just like... – Because <laughs> he got booed the whole time. And then I told Brad this. 
wouldn't it be fun if we all watched the Illinois game live and then the podcast live, like on the TV? Mm-hmm. We may have to mute it on sometimes though with our thoughts. I no. think it'd be hard because I stream my stuff and it's like a half second, two so, seconds. Mm. There's a couple times Coach West will text something like, oh, this sucks. And then I'll see it after you text it. And I'm like, oh, that's what he's talking about. <laughs> If I look at it right away, I'm like, oh, that's what he meant. Well, I guess I'll host a viewing party. Yeah. You guys are all with the new age and you all stream. Meanwhile, I live in the country and have direct TV because internet internet didn't come around here very very you had grain you have grain bin internet. Yeah. Literally it's it's this farmer who just wants people in the country to have good internet, doesn't really want to make money off of it. And so he's got it on the top of the Steve, you know, when you're coming out of Catlin on Catlin Homer road and say you're traveling West, mm-hmm. that big, nice grain bin that they just built. It's on top of that. It's the dude who owns that. And he's got little spots all over. So but you- it's like, because it isn't necessarily satellite, but it uses a dish to shoot towards that thing. Like it's like, it can get up to like 85, 90 megabyte per second download speed and like seven or eight upload speed. It's not bad. So he's yeah, doing the Lord. He's doing the Lord's work. Is what, yes. what's going on? And it's sixty bucks. <laughs> you know how much it is for like satellite internet? For good that's, satellite that's internet, that's cheaper than my internet. What? Yeah, good satellite internet is like a hundred, hundred plus dollars. Well, guys, I got to get going. Somebody's coming to buy our couch. So, oh, spend the rest of the NCAA tournament sitting in a folding chair. I mean, I thought that's what you did. I thought that's how I we mean, it is, basically. It's I like mean, that episode of Friends. I have a canoe. I'm going to bring the canoe in here. You should get with your proceeds a chair like this, the hand. Oh, like the uh, that was always in grade school or whatever. That weird recyclable chair, and that then, or an inflatable chair, and then then the grade school is done with it. They donate those chairs to Planet Fitness. That's what happens. Oh, really? Yeah, they have those hand chairs. Oh, nice. I think the grade schools are like, you know what? We're done with them. Here's to Planet Fitness. <laughs> no judgment zone. Just don't deadlift. Yes. <laughs> no, no, whatever lunk. The lunk will go off on you. And if you think you can drink your gallon water to stay healthy, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> All right, guys. I got to go. We'll see you, buddy. Yep. Are we done? Yeah. We're How can I, hold on. Do I end the broadcast first? No, no, no. No. Because I do want to mention this. What do you think about the whole weight room scenario? With the girls? Yeah. I didn't look too far into it because I've been so busy but I've seen it. I'm like, Oh my God. Now I will say this. I'm going to ask. There was a picture put up of Walmart back when COVID happened, when all the weights were gone. So it shows like the little five dumbbell weights and they go, Oh, we're at the NCAA women's tournament. weight room, (laughs) Dude. That's basically what it was. It was one tree of dumbbells that went up to like 25 pounds. And then yoga mats, but not enough yoga mats for an entire team to do yoga. People don't understand. That just goes to show you. And what I think is hilarious is, is that, thank God, 
that it's I don't people just don't understand athletics anymore. And like, you know, there are teams that like for their peaking. I mean, you got softball players that deadlift like super heavy, like 30 minutes before a game. You've got people that clean like 25 percent of their max before a game to get like their their. uh I can't even think of it. Neuromuscular system firing, get it all activated. People who do med ball stuff for the same thing, like, you know, med ball slams and this, that, and the other. People just don't understand how kind of important that is. And women's athletics might be behind, but I guarantee you there are some guys out there that are probably trying to do similar things. You can't do that with a single dumbbell tree. Yeah, I and I know they don't bring in the same money, but bless it. Like, you you have all this money. These schools have money. And somebody has money. Well, why can't they just – well, I guess it is down in – so why can't you just have something – like, if anything, it's cheaper because you're not going to need the monstrosity of, like, 45-pound bumpers all over the place. Right. Um, you, just, you just need – yeah, you don't need to buy as much. Yeah. You have the money. They have the money. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. If they're truly not for profit, they have the money, right? Well, well, and NFL is not for profit. Yeah, yeah. As Roger Goodell collects like his sixty million dollar salary or whatever. For uh, yeah, um, but I thought that was kind of crazy because I'm like a girls' coach, and like COVID for basketball this year was really weird, so we didn't even get to do that, which I kind of felt bad. But at the same time, it's like. We had, what, four weeks to cram in a season's worth of knowledge? Yeah. You know? And I know you're having track practice right now. Like, I know that you get to – are you guys having track practice? They're, they're having contact days. Okay. So, they have contact days. Now, put yourself in a small school setting where there's multiple coaches. Our kids won't start track for another month. Yeah, yeah, like we have seventy-one so on the track kids. Let's shoot on the track and the baseball guys all over again. That sounds like a great idea. Well, it was kind of funny. Like football, some football coaches are complaining about the weather. And I'm like, this is track weather. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. Like that first track meet's always rain, snow, and you just stand in the middle of the football field. I'm like, no, you come to me. I don't want to move because this mm-hmm. is ridiculous. No, well, that's what people don't get. What I don't view as a big deal, other people view as a big deal. I'm like, I, do, I do a little bit because I keep telling these coaches, how do you coach in the suburbs? And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, this wind, it's cooler up here. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I never coached football in pants till up here. Really? Hmm. It was 2018. I went to the Glenbard East. We were playing East Aurora. We were 5-0, and I think. So I'm very superstitious. I'm like, I have to wear the same hat, shorts, whatever. Yeah, you about froze your man pebbles off. It was 35 degrees, 30 degrees or something with the wind. And I'm like, this sucks. Thank and God the we got it worse. The wind is worse. And so then the next game, I was like, screw it, I'm throwing sweatpants. And we we're only up by like seven at halftime. I'm like, oh, here it goes. See, this is what happens. Then we won by 30. So it was all good. We're like, okay. Sweatpants are a good thing. So I have to wear pants. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But mm-hmm. uh no, uh, we have 71 girls out right now, I guess. It's pretty legit, dude. Yeah, we uh I don't know how many kids we'll have out. This this Rona has been weird as hell, to say the least. Well then the boys have 110. Yeah. Boys 
<coughs> boys team's a powerhouse. <coughs> I yes. remember going to watch. Uh, I think I went over there. When's the last time I went to the boys one? Was it when John Davis was going for that triple crown? Yeah. Something like that. I went over there and uh, watched him run. And Nequa Valley, that's all you heard. And Nequa Valley. <laughs> Nequa Valley. And I was like, holy shit, where in the hell's Nequa Valley? We don't have any valleys in Illinois. <laughs> nope, it's on the border of Naperville, Bolingbroke, and Plainfield. So there's a map there of city lines. Yeah, that's what they funnel into. They funnel into Nequa. Huh. Who beat Naperville North in football on Saturday. Hmm. So where do you coach now? Addison Trail. Addison, Addison Trail. Trail. Okay. Addison Trail. Oh, okay. And we played the number 16 in Class 8A on Saturday, Friday, so that was fun. Glenbard West. It was fun. Did they have a new coach? Nope. No. Where did you coach at before Glenbard East? Yeah, it was Glenbard East, East Aurora, now Addison Trail. Jesus, dude, I can't keep up with your ass. Well, because I was volunteering at Glenbard West or East. East Aurora's like, we'll pay you. Addison Trail said, we'll pay you more. And you're going to be run game corner. All the run game comes through me. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about some things, but. <laughs> yeah. It's the suburbs. It's weird, but yeah, girls. They coach coaching girls track now. Like you said, that weight room thing was awful. Coaching yeah. girls now, you coach girls. It's like no, that's that's not how girls athletes are. And believe it or not, I mean, when I tell my girls, so I give them a little bit of history on like women's basketball, right? And so, like, I'll tell them, like, you realize, like, when women's basketball first started, you would have to wear, like, a dress that basically went down to your feet. And they look at me like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's how it worked. And then I was like, you know, you realize, like, men weren't allowed to watch women play basketball. Right. I forgot. Jacob had a question. More important, weight room training or stretching? Speed. That's what you want. So I would say in that aspect, weight training. If I had to pick weight training or stretching, because I could do full range of motion weight training, mm-hmm. and I could get something out of it. Stretching is basically just elongating your muscles with no like extra stimulus on it. So it stretching actually like it takes you, I think it's like a half an hour to actually regain like your muscle elasticity if you have a really good stretch session. I think it serves a purpose for people who are like super stiff, but at the same time, if you train good range of motion and everything, like a full range of motion and everything has like its place, right? Like different squat depths for different things you're trying to achieve and whatnot. Like I would say that weight training is more because I could get a good stretch with a weighted stimulus. Mm-hmm. And get a positive adaptation out of that than just simply stretching. Yeah, Jacob, we've moved on from the days of like weight training of like, let's see how much I can squat. Like that. that, There's still a lot of that out there, Steve. No, no, I'm talking about us. Like what we talk about, like that, we've, even our football program, we've moved on from like, that's not what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I just keep on, hell, I just, it's like, let's jump down another rabbit hole and see what happens. 
Well, you brag, I get that going, but you and I now are just like, dude, we are. And honestly, my brain's fried. I didn't realize how much work it was to call an offense. Oh yeah. Good luck with that. Jesus Christ. Can't even like make any adjustments like in the game, like, because you're constantly worried about like next play, next play, next play. And it's like, you know, first drive scripted. Perfect. is like a six minute drive score touchdown. Boom. Or actually it was longer than that. But then after that, it was, you start to find out what you can and can't do. And what sucks is, is when you can't do something, you're trying to accentuate what you can do. That limits, like you would think because it limits you, it's better, but it limits you. It's worse because now you're thinking like, okay, keep balanced. And it's like, Oh sh- crap! Can't keep balanced here. Like, and the COVID era didn't help. We keep we're not trying to make excuses, but we're telling us like what we're seeing now is what we would have saw in the summer, mm-hmm. and we could fix it with any mm-hmm. sport. Yeah, like even our basketball team, even though the so- our sophomore team went thirteen or fourteen and two, which mm-hmm. was great, but there were things that we saw where like we could have fixed this. Football is like we could have fixed this. Uh, like we had an eight or nine minute drive on Friday. Oh shit! We wanted to keep the ball away from them. <laughs> Fair now enough. here's the bad. Here's the bad part. We didn't score. Oh, we, we got to the five. It was fourth and five. Fourth down. I'll take the blame. They were they were like the OC was like, do we kick it? We should just take the points and kick it. The head coach is like, what do you guys think? And it's just me and the OC. That's the offense. And I'm like, the OC and me from Charleston days. I was like, go for it. So the head coach goes, yeah, Steve, we'll go for it. Now, Steve, you bastard. It was wide open, but our receiver fell down. Oh, that's. I called a play action because they were sucking up really hard on our ISO. I yeah. said, play action it real quick and we'll run us a, a sit right behind it. Yeah. And that's when I said on the headset, I was like, never listen to me again. Let's just not go with that. Yeah. Well, you know, like we had nine new starters on offense. Like, yeah. <laughs> From our 11 last year, we had nine new I ones. I tried to be funny on the text yesterday. I was trying to watch your game, but we were I was driving, so it was like spotty on the Facebook yeah. Live. I think I saw you line up in the T, and I was like, I'm done. Coach West, you disappoint me. No, I didn't. Oh, I lined up in Wishbone, yeah. Or Wishbone, where I was like, nope. That's not the spread offense. <laughs> well. No, you got to do what you can do. Well, well, it was a – here's what – were we getting ready to score? No, you're in the middle of the field, I think. This was okay. like second quarter or something. Okay. Yeah, so we uh you were in you were in when gun, we, you when, we to, when we went to it the first time, we uh we we're in like a fourth and short situation. So we just ran a fullback dive. It was like one yard for the first down, two yards for the touchdown. That might have been what you were doing because I couldn't see the yard mark. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe you because I couldn't see the yard markers either. Yeah, from that from Fisher's live, and maybe that's why. But I was just trying to be found that text yesterday. Like, nope, yeah. that's not the spread. Yeah, um, no, no, no. I I didn't. It was a long day yesterday, man. Oh, it I was, know. Like, honestly, after that first quarter, especially the first, I was like, shit, dude, I have a headache. Like, you know, because it's different, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's different defense to offense. Defense, you're trying to counter, and offense, you're trying to initiate. And I. And now that, you know, Fisher was a new team for us. And so that's just a little bit different. Um, 
And they had a couple of really good, like, they ran that 3-3 stack, and they had those force players sitting out in those flats. And That's what we saw. We saw people listening to the podcast. You were not Illinois basketball no more. <laughs> and I'll have, to, I'll have to get off here in a minute or so. But they ran the 3-3. Their outside linebackers, though, went and covered the flats, and the corners would drop. So those outside linebackers would just fly out. Oh, yeah. They run that real inverted 3-3. But their Glenbar West's linebackers played slow to fast, the best I've seen in a long time. Yeah. But I also don't have my entire run thing in. Yeah. Because how do you combat that trap? Yeah. And we just could not get to that point. Yeah. We have to get other things. And that's how you beat the 3 3 is double teams on the inside zone and trap. Yeah. That's how you beat it. And we were having an okay push on the inside zone, but it was just. But but their, running, ends were, their ends were crashing. So, but are you in the zone where they're all just stepping up one way? Or are you double teaming? Uh, so we double. So like, play side guard tackle is is the play side stack. So they have the defensive end and the stack linebacker, and then the backside guard in the center have the middle stack, and then we're reading that backside dude. Well, what you. I see this is why I need to be on the headset with you. What you could do is you triple team inside, have your yes, we yeah, we've we've went over that. So there's well, we can talk about that if you stop hitting record and stop. Oh yeah. Well, we can be done after you off in a minute. We can be done. So Jacob's been here the whole time. Again. Thank you, Jacob. No huddle, no sideline. Yeah, we didn't have huddle sideline. Speaking of that, we we can one work. Yeah. Huddle takes – I'm going to call Huddle out. You take thousands of dollars, and then the stuff doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, you didn't have yours? We didn't. We, we have it, and we try to hook it up on, like, Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. So there's a different program out there that I guess is pretty damn good. Yeah, there's – Huddle's shipping us brand new stuff. I mean, they have pretty good tech support, but, yeah. All right, well, we can stop this podcast now. Thank you guys and you fans out there, quit being stupid. Yeah.